0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dash Open podcast. Dash Open is your source for interesting conversations about open source and other technologies from the Open Source Program Office at Oath. Oath is the parent company of Yahoo, Huffington Post, AOL, Tumblr, TechCrunch, and many other beloved internet brands. My name is Rosalie, and I'm on the open source team at Oath. Today on the show, I'm thrilled to chat with Nate Spidal, who is a software engineer on the audience data team at Oath. Nate is one of the creators of Bullet, which is an open source, real-time query engine for very large data streams. Nate has a bachelor's degree in mathematics from the University of California, Santa Cruz, as well as a master's degree in computer science from the University of California, San Diego. Welcome to the podcast, Nate.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Before we chat about this awesome project called Bullet, could you share a little bit about your focus at Oath?
1: Sure. Yeah, so I work on the audience data team. So audience data is all the user engagement data that is generated on our websites and apps. So if a user goes to a website in an app or, or uh, clicks on a link or views a page, that would create a view event or a click event. Uh, and then all that data is sent to our audience data pipeline and then our team is responsible for aggregating and processing all that data. And then we generate tools that other teams within Oath use to do things like A-B testing or machine learning or uh, management will use these tools to generate the key performance indicators that they use to make the design decisions or product decisions and all kinds of things like that. So, uh, for example, one of the tools that we produce is a large-scale Hive database. Uh, so Hive is, to a user, it's just like a SQL database you can go and run SQL queries, but Hive is on HDFS. So it's large scale distributed uh, data. Uh, We also produce some uh, lower latency Kafka streams that teams can plug into and things like that. On a day-to-day basis, uh, I'm working with things like Hive and HDFS and Uzi to do big batch data processing and also things like Storm and Sparks and um, Kafka to do our low latency streaming data kind of stuff.
0: Can you maybe? tell our listeners a little bit about bullet you know what problem does it solve and what inspired you to create it
1: originally bullet was designed and created to solve a pretty specific problem that we had here at oath or I guess it was yahoo at the time and we quick, quickly realized that 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 the problem we were facing was a specific instance of a more general problem and the problem we were facing is this you know so imagine you're a software engineer and it's your job to write the code that will be running on the front end it will be running on the web page of the app that actually generates the data that's sent off to this audience data pipeline. Well, we provide libraries to make that easy, but as a software engineer, you know, you write this code and it's supposed to be generating these events that are sent off to our audience data pipeline. Once you've done that, you want to be able to go and query the system somewhere and find the events you're generating in order to be able to validate that first of all, that they arrived. And second of all, that they are correct, that they have the right fields and the right values that you have um, engineered them to have. And you want to be able to do that in an end-to-end way. You know, it's pretty easy to test that locally to to capture events leaving your device, but you really want to be able to capture those events as they're coming out the end of the system into the Hive database or whatever, and be able to check to see that they're correct uh, in an end-to-end fashion. Before Bullet, there was really no easy way to do that. Uh, We did have low latency feeds, like I mentioned, the Kafka streams and stuff. But if you want to consume from Kafka in order to be able to find these events quickly, that's quite difficult. You have to write a Kafka consumer and you have to add your custom logic to filter out the events you're interested in and you have to run it somewhere. And that was too much work for teams to do generally. More commonly, what teams would do is they would generate these events and then they would wait for them to surface in the Hive database. And since that's a big batch process and that would take on the order of an hour or two, and then they could go query the Hive database and find the events that they were interested in seeing the, the events that they actually generated and check to make sure that it was all correct. But you know, that's, you know, engineers don't want to wait two hours to find their events. And a lot of times if they check to see it and it's not quite right, and they go back and fix it, and then they have to iterate, you got to wait another two hours. You know, like it was just no easy way for them to find the actual events that they were generating to validate that they're correct. Uh, so you, you know, What we needed was a system that we could attach to the audience data pipeline and kind of put on top of the audience data pipeline that would allow engineers to inject arbitrary queries and quickly find events with whatever custom filter criteria they have. And so that's exactly the problem that bullet solves bullet is a pluggable streaming query system so you can plug it into any kind of streaming data system uh, and then it allows users and perhaps many many different users to quickly and easily inject queries into the system and then bullet filters the data as it's flowing through the system Uh, so it solved the problem very nicely once we had bullet set up the engineers could go, you know, they could create a query, say, filtering on their specific browser ID. When they launch the query, then it's in the system. Then they can go to their front-end code that they've written, generate events, and Bullet will capture them instantly and give them back to them. And um, they can check to see that they're correct. And if they're not, they can fix it. They can iterate very quickly.
0: Awesome. So it seems like there was a big problem and you guys needed a solution. So one didn't exist, so you built it. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, that's exactly right. And Bullet has been quite popular internally. People use it a lot. So.
0: So what are some issues other than the one you just discussed that could be solved using Bullet, and what exactly is required to run Bullet?
1: Yeah, so Bullet is really designed to be able to quickly query and aggregate data. And because of the way it's designed, Bullet is always processing all the data, and it always processes all the data exactly once, regardless of the number of queries in the system. So if you have a query in the system, then subsequent queries after that are nearly free of charge, so it scales really well with regard to the number of queries, which makes it perfect for multi-tenant applications. It's also great for aggregating data and kind of profiling the data as it's flowing through the streaming system kind of on the fly. For example, recently we set up an instance of Bullet on Reddit data. Reddit provides an API where you can stream their, their comments in real time. One of the fields that the Reddit API provides is a subreddit field, and so we did a top K and we were able to kind of break down all the comments by their subreddit and see which subreddits were getting the most comments in real time. And Bullet does windowing, so we just ran the query for a long time and we had it send back results every two seconds. And so every two seconds we could see a real time update of how many comments were in each subreddit. As far as running Bullet, the backend is currently written in storm and spark streaming so you'd have to have storm or spark streaming set up to run the back end of bullet which really does all the heavy lifting of bullet the web service is written in spring boot but that compiles down to a jar which you can just run anywhere Um, and then the ui is written in ember which is easy to run with node Um, so running is pretty straightforward once you have storm or spark streaming set up the other thing I should mention is that the UI is one of the really great features of Bullet, I think, that the UI provides a query builder, which makes it really easy to, you know, use the query builder, like use the graphical user interface to build your query. If, if you have users that are not comfortable with the SQL-like queries, uh, they can just use the UI to create queries and it makes it very easy. And the UI also has all kinds of great data visualization stuff. Like it has a uh, time series graphing, and it has a pivot table. Uh, And it has all kinds of great graphing capabilities. So I think the UI is one of the really great features of Bullet as well.
0: Are there any services similar to Bullet that currently exist?
1: Yeah, so I think Bullet is most commonly compared to the streaming SQL systems that are out there, like Kafka SQL and Flink SQL and Spark Streaming SQL uh, and things like that. Those systems are good for launching arbitrary SQL-like queries. And then the system, like, say, for example, Kafka SQL, it will take care of moving all the data however it needs to move it and filter it however it needs to filter it in order to execute that query, and then it will return to you the result. Bullet differs from these systems really in, in two main ways. The first way is that all of these systems will effectively create and launch a whole new graph of data flow in order to move the data around and aggregate it in such a way to actually execute the query And so each query you launch will be moving and filtering all the data for each query. Uh, So if you launch a Kafka SQL query, it, it does a lot of work to execute that query. And then if you immediately launch another one, it's effectively gonna do all that work again. It will be moving all the data again. It will be filtering all the data again. So these things don't scale real well with regard to the number of queries that you need to launch. So if you launch 10 query, 10 Kafka SQL queries, it's going to do 10 times as much work as if you just launched one of them. Whereas Bullet is filtering all the data just once and it's just extracting just the data it needs to satisfy whatever queries are currently in the system. So it scales much better with regard to the number of queries you can execute. Um, If you're doing five bullet queries and then you launch five more, those come almost free of charge with regard to the amount of computation power that's required to execute those queries. So it scales much better for the number of queries and the number of users. Uh, The other big difference is that Bullet uses uh, another open source library called Data Sketches, which allows it to solve some of the more computationally difficult problems. Problems like top K and count distinct and computating quantiles, things like that Bullet can solve these these problems very quickly and very lightweight using data sketches and, and generally speaking, these other streaming query systems can't do that yet.
0: All of that is very exciting, but even more so exciting, Bullet is open source. Why did your um, team decide to open source Bullet?
1: Well, I think a lot of the stuff that is happening at the cutting edge of technology nowadays is is so complicated and technologically advanced that being able to address these challenges as a community is absolutely essential. I don't think that these are problems that we'd be able to solve as a single team or as a single company. Uh, So in that sense, I think that ultimately the open source community is really the core of what makes all this incredible technology possible. Um, And I can really vouch for that because every day we're using open source tools like Storm and HDFS and Kafka Uh, to do all the things we're doing, and and without them, our capabilities wouldn't really be nearly what they are. So in that regard, I think the open source community is, is super important, and I think it's super exciting to be a part of.
0: Absolutely. So, Nate, for folks listening in today who are saying, whoa, Bullet seems really awesome, where can they learn more about it?
1: Yeah, so all of our code is available on GitHub. You can just go to GitHub and search for Yahoo Bullet, and you'll probably be able to find it pretty quickly. We also have our our main documentation is on bullet-db. Dot github.io uh, so you can check it out there it has all the explanations about uh, the high level architecture and how it works and also has links to uh, videos and stuff and and uh, the code itself
0: if folks want to connect with you what's the best way for them to do that
1: yeah so the whole bullet team uh, can be reached at our google groups email address which is bullet-users at googlegroups.com um, also if people want to find me i'm on linkedin nathan spidell on linkedin Uh, And you can also email me, um, I guess my work email will be best. My work email is nspidel at oath.com and S-P-E-I-D-E-L at oath.com.
0: Well, Nate, it has been so great to chat with you today. Thank you so much for sharing about Bullet. And yeah, just really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of Dash Open and would like to learn more about open source projects at Oath, please visit developer.yahoo.com. You can also find us on Twitter at YDN.